in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And a welcome into the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You want to join us in the chat each and every day, if not just to get in touch with us immediately on the program, but to get involved in the family that is the sportsocracy. And today, I feel like that's a very important theme for the show, family, because that's what we are. We're one big family here. And, you know, you're not going to try to hug me. Are we'll you? make no. We'll this make, is uh, already getting like, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this, but this is having touchy feely moment written all over. It. I mean, it is a touchy feely moment when, uh, when when you have a surprise visitor that in the true. middle of the week. Uh, it, it is wedding week, as everybody knows, Jeremy and, uh, his, his lovely soon to be bride, Amy T T minus five days, getting Let's married go. on Saturday. She still has five days to run. So, you know, and, and trust me, that's what we're all, that's what we're all scared of right and, now. And today we were, uh, we were thrilled with a surprise appearance. Well, it was supposed to be a surprise appearance. Thanks, Brian. For screwing D don't up tell Brian Haynes things. A, he lives <laughs> in my house. B, he drinks peepers like it's going out of style. And he has moments like Tank started this show with, and you might sit here too. And then whatever secret it is that he was supposed to keep from me, I'm now going to know. All the way from Seattle, Jonathan Welch has showed up here at Radio Ranch in Asheville, North Carolina. Surprise, Jeremy with his attendance for the wedding this weekend, but he wanted to make sure to come early enough in the week so he could see how the magic happens. I mean, and, and I feel like the, the, the magic is disappointing. We, we, we throw a lot of pretty colors on the magic, and it's really two dudes in a, in a closet talking to each other. <laughs> but we cannot thank him enough. Absolutely. I have people all over the uh, that are all over this business. It dumbfounds them that we've... Now had uh, a listener from from Washington fly out here for my wedding. We had a guy fly up here from Florida for the draft. Over and over again, you the listeners of this show just dumbfound us how much you, for some reason, like us. I mean, I live three miles from here, and there's there are days that I'm like, I can't do it with I can't do it with him again. I just mm. can't. I, I got to sit here, got to get my mind right. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. It's uh, another wonderful three hours of uh, sports talk radio here in the Sportsocracy, ESPN, Asheville. And, uh, yeah, so we we had the big news drop. Big news dropped in the NBA today. Nobody's shocked, though. Doc Rivers, once again, looking for a job. We'll talk about that. Plus, the NBA lottery is tonight. Got my uh, Charlotte Hornet swag on tonight. Just just hoping to get a little, a little juju going for the Charlotte Hornets, we got a chance to get Victor Webanyama. <laughs> I got news for <laughs> you. Yeah, the fourth the... best, fourth best odds to get the number one pick. Come yep. on, man. And the Boston Celtics had the best odds to get Tim Duncan. Nope. I got news for you. Your ping pong balls come out of that machine. 
Adam Silver's going to look at that and go, nope, that's not how that's going to go. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait until we get Victor Webinyama and hire Doc Rivers as the coach. Oh, and we, a- too, can make the playoffs and never win a damn thing. That's a center that can, he can shoot. He can shoot. That works in my offense. <laughs> right. Trust the process. Just a whole lot of luck. A little bit of love. Isn't that a song or something? I, I don't know. This is the second love thing you've done in, in the first <laughs> six minutes. I'm not going to lie. I need a, I need a, 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 a bacterial wipe or something. Like, this is just, I don't like this. I don't like right. where this why, is starting. Why, why, why are you making it weird? Why are you making it weird? Uh, yeah, and we'll get to uh, the latest in the NFL headlines, including a few teams wanting to make it permanent that they will host a game on Black Friday. Jeremy thinks his Jets are a shoe-in for that. No doubt. That's a little bit more of a competition than you would have let on. That's a whole weekend of Thanksgiving tomfoolery. (laughs) Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Jets Black Friday game, uh, and then crimes because it's New York, and that's what we do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not offensive if it's true. Already, okay. already in the chat. Here we go. Uh, Steven Tao, the Philadelphia 76ers fan, says, uh, Tank has been slandering Doc Rivers for four days. Where did Doc hurt you, man? Oh, there's no doubt. He's never hurt me. I feel like he's hurt every fan base and every organization that he's ever coached for. Because there's gives- a vendetta. I have no vendetta. I'm just sick and tired of everybody acting like Doc Rivers is this one of the greatest coaches of all time. Okay, so he's ninth most in in regular season wins. That's that's awesome. That's pretty good. You do get that, it right? It is. It is. But I mean, where 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 do you rank him all time? I mean, he's. He's obviously not up there with like Phil Jackson. Nobody's Brett up there Popovich. with Phil. Nobody's up there with Phil. Okay, Phil's all. Phil's on an on an island all by himself. <laughs> right. Phil is Tom Hanks in Castaway. Sure. If he's talking to somebody, it's a volleyball, and the voice he's hearing is in his own head. Red Auerbach, Greg Popovich, you can spare me on all of them. Mm-hmm. When Red Auerbach was taking over the league, there were twelve teams. Okay, so uh, okay. Calm down on that. I agree. I agree. But I, I feel like people automatically give Doc Rivers, the, put him up on this pedestal that he doesn't really belong on. He's a fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give season. and I'm going to give you a comparison, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, Chuck Daly. It's exactly who Doc Rivers is. Okay, never really won squat mm-hmm. in terms of the playoffs. Elite coach all time. Top. 10, 12 guy of all time. Okay. Now, here's the part I don't understand. I, I'm looking at these jobs. I'm looking at who's going to take these jobs. And I, I, why are you doing this? Milwaukee fires Budenholzer. Philadelphia fires Doc. Mm-hmm. Monty Williams gets fired in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Is it crazy for me to say that those three are just going to trade chairs? No. And it's going to change absolutely nothing about how I feel about these teams? Because I feel like Monty Williams is probably going to get the Philly job. Okay. Budenholzer may go to Phoenix. That's that's who I thought the, would wind up with that job. And then Doc. I'm not sure about Doc. I'm, I'm really not. Like, would Doc go to Toronto? Toronto would take him in a heartbeat. I don't know that they would. Uh, you don't they've, think so? No, they, they've Toronto's going very outside the box on this hire. 
but, but here's the thing I don't understand. J.J. Reddick gets that job I than, do. than Doc? I do. Okay, all right. I, I do, because I think that's what they want to do. See, I but feel here's like, what I don't understand. What do you think this is going to do? A head coach, and I'm just, uh, there's not a right answer here. There's not a wrong answer. It's not at all true. There's my way of thinking, and then there's the wrong <laughs> way of thinking. So way. you can absolutely get this question wrong, and you will be mocked if you do. Mm-hmm. Which sport does a coach matter less? Baseball or NBA basketball? Baseball. Not close. I disagree with you. Yeah, no. I genuinely don't think the coach has squat to do with it, unless you're one of the all-timer guys. Phil Jackson, basically every coach we've mentioned up until this point. Mm-hmm. And even then, you're probably worth four games a year at most. Because, yeah, Phil's the greatest of all time. Weird. He had Michael and Kobe and Shaq. All right, Phil, how much to, did... To a much lesser extent, pal. <sighs> I don't think you had to give the A-plus Pow, pal, pal. It's all about the players. It's weird how smart coaches, the, the smartest coaches we've ever had, somehow have elite players. Doc Rivers, in large part, hasn't had elite players. I don't. He's had no Michael. He's had no Shaq. He's had no Kobe. Fact or fiction? That's true. Every coach you will put ahead of him has had that guy. In baseball, they at least set the lineup and figure out which order the pitchers are going to pitch. In basketball, I genuinely have gotten to the point that I think you show up the first day and go, that guy's name's James. That guy's name's Joel. All right. This is basketball. My job is done. You guys have fun. I'll I'll see you. In, well, I mean, I mean that's I'll that's, see you in May when I get fired. That that's basically the massive criticism against Doc Rivers is that that's pretty much what he does. Like he's he's great at getting the locker room to buy in. He's getting everybody on the on the same page, and he's got the game plan. But when something happens to disrupt the game plan, there's no second game plan. There's no backup. There's no adjustment here, that happens. And here's my argument to that. Who other, other than Eric Spolstra, name me the coach in the NBA that has that. What, the ability mm-hmm. to... Who's the guy that's winning scheme games? on the fly. The, the guy that's winning games just by being a brilliant coach. And before you give me Greg Popovich, they won 17 more games this year than you and I did. Mm-hmm. Greg, so, Greg had his moments, but he also had elite talent. Yeah, he had Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Weird. I, I guess he just got dumb. As he grew his hair out, he just got crazy. Wait, he did. That's not inaccurate. <laughs> he got crazy and wanted to talk about a lot of things that nobody cared about his opinion on. Mm-hmm. Would he become a bad coach? No. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked on Twitter earlier today. Okay. Name me the second best coach in the NBA right now. Ooh. The I think we can universally coach? agree Spolster is one. And I'm not even sure that's spicy at this point. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Okay, who's two? I'll go ahead and tell you. I've gotten seven different answers on this today. Oh, sure. And how many of them were one of the guys that just got fired? Uh, none of them were, were <laughs> one of the guys that just got fired. Uh, I heard Steve Kerr several times. Uh, I, one guy said, I'm a Yadoka who hasn't coached a game in a year. By the way, I cannot wait for his first public appearance to be on the uh uh, on the podium for the Houston Rockets in the lottery tonight, mm. that won't be awkward at all. Yeah, why would that be awkward? It shouldn't be awkward. Really? We're not going to ask him to talk about his girlfriend. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, I have one question for him. Bro, you cheated on Neil Long. 
Like, I need you to explain that. Right? Childhood Jeremy is still mad at you. She's gotten over it. I have not. And I think you are stupid. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nurse, that's another one that, that get, that'll be thrown into this cycle. Fired. He'll, he's thrown into this cycle. He'll get a job somewhere. It just, to me, doesn't matter. Rick Carlisle got a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that, that's where we're going with this. No. Rick Carlisle. No. Who hasn't, do you realize that he hasn't won more than 50 games in almost a decade? That was a name I heard. Yep. It doesn't for, matter. For 23 years? I believe it's 23 years. Doc Rivers has been coaching in the NBA or a head coach in the NBA. And what does he have to show for it? He has one NBA championship, which he mm-hmm. needed. I mean, three elite players, all timer players to win that title. And again, I'm going to say, name me the coach that's, that's won any of these things without that. He's won over 50 games a dozen times. I just I do not understand the slander on on Doc Rivers. I don't get it. You were brought in to do one thing. You were brought into Philadelphia to win a championship. It didn't have to be an it didn't have to be an NBA championship. You didn't have to win the Larry O'Brien. Yeah, you did. I don't yeah, think did. so. I, if I he do. won the East, if this is what's got you so the Boston Celtics are better than you. Period. It's not close. And I don't care if your coach is Greg Popovich or Doc Rivers or me or Mickey Mouse or Mickey Mantle. I don't care who it is. They're (laughs) better than you. And this just constant need to change something because it didn't go your way. It's the dumbest thing we do in sports. It has become a running joke of guys win the, the, the coach of the year and then they get fired. Yep. Does that happen in any other sport? Baseball, a little bit. Yeah, I pay has, so little attention but... to baseball that I could care less. Yeah. But and, and Zach Sawyer said this in the YouTube chat. His stars since Boston have all failed. That's the problem. Exactly. So you do this rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic of well, we got James Harden who probably doesn't want to be here. Uh, by the way, Strip Club J is coming back. Uh, Mr. Harden, uh, Gentleman's Club Harden, is on his way back. That is confirmed. He will be a Houston Rocket. He will be as largely uninteresting and and as relevant as he is now. Right. But I I just, I don't get what you think you're going to do here. And I'm looking at Phoenix, I'm looking at Milwaukee, I'm looking at at Philadelphia. You got to keep, I feel like it's throwing darts at a board. You're throwing darts at a board until something works. Because when you have elite talent like this and you're expected to win, I think there's a lot of that that goes on in the NBA circles as well, of uh, kind of to what you said. Maybe the coach doesn't matter all that much. I, I, my argument would be it doesn't matter at all. And after the break, we're, we're going to play a fun game of just, do, do you remember? Do you remember that this guy won a title? Last, we'll say 15, 20 years. And I'm, I think it's going to largely prove my point here. It just doesn't matter. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is CSPN Asheville.
believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! We're back in the Sportsocracy, live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN. Asheville, Doc Rivers has been fired as the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers after three seasons. Guy who was brought in to take them to the promised land, and he has not made a conference finals, or did not make a conference finals in three years with the Philadelphia 76ers, and so, gone. Out of here. He's got a lot of wins. And I and I, and I I started out the show saying this, I feel like people want to put him in that category of Greg Popovich and Phil Jackson and Red Auerbach and, like, like Mount Rushmore of NBA coaches-type territory. And well, it's, it's really easy. He's just not that. No, he's not. And it's really easy to discern the guys that are and aren't. Have you won multiple titles, yes or no? If the answer is no, you ain't elite. Right. Because here's the list of guys that ha- that have. Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach, John Kundala, Pat Riley, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, Chuck Daly, Alex Hannum, Tom Heinsohn, Red Holzman, Casey Jones, Bill Russell, Rudy Tomjanovich, and Eric Spolstra. Yeah, there's a lot of really elite names in that, and mm-hmm. then some from well, like 30 years before I was born. So I hope I said them correctly. Right. Because I don't really know who you are, and right. I don't really care. Right. Then you get into the, well, you won one, mm-hmm. and that gets very Larry Brown, Mike Budenholzer, Rick Carlisle, Bill Fitch. And see, that's the group he belongs in. I agree with you. That's the group that that's the Doc group they all in. That's the group they all belong in. Steve Kerr. If you didn't have Steph Curry, guess what? You'd be there, too. You got fired by the Phoenix Suns. Am I the only one that remembers that? Oh, weird. Because it doesn't fit your cute little narrative. Mm-hmm. Phil Jackson before Michael. He was fine. He was good. And Michael shows up. Michael really turns a corner because if you remember, they couldn't get over the hump either. And then they did. Yep. Uh, Adam Black in the uh, YouTube comments said that uh, now that he thinks about it, Larry Brown might be the third best coach in his lifetime in the NBA. He may not be wrong. And he may he may not be wrong, but that's the company that Doc Rivers keeps. And there'll always be a job for you. Mm-hmm. You'll always have a place to go. I mean, I'll say it again. It, Michael, Charlotte, it makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, Bob Brown's got a perfect point here. You do remember that Jimmy Butler was on this team, right? Well, yeah. And they went, die, you know, I don't think that's the guy we're going to. That's on you, not Doc. Mm-hmm. Don't blame me. You traded that guy. 
that's probably going to lead the heat to the finals. But that was Please before Doc, wasn't accurate. it? Yes, it was before Doc. I was going to say, that was in the Brent, Brett Brown years when they traded Jimmy Butler. Ah, Brett Brown. Memories like the corners of my mind. Right, right. I don't know. Doc is a good coach. Is he an all-timer, Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Stop, stop trying to make him out to be this championship or bust coach because it's going to be bust. He's, ta- he's taught us that since 2008. Well, I mean, if, it just if you look down the line over the course of the last 20 years, virtually every championship team either had Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, or LeBron James, or Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's odd how that works. The NBA, more than any sport, one guy can completely change how you're viewed. Do I think Steve Kerr is a great coach? No, I don't. He has four titles. Do I put him in that Pat Pat Riley tier? No. I would say Doc Rivers is way closer to Steve Kerr than he is to any of those other guys we've been talking about. Okay. And if you don't believe me, go back and look at his rotations against the Lakers. That should have been way closer than it was. It's not, because he doesn't have a second swing. He's got, to me, Steve Kerr is very much in that Nate Oates realm. The way you're doing this, when it works, you look like a genius. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, you look like a moron. And nobody can figure out how you have this much talent and things go this bad because you're just not that good. And outside of four guys in NBA history, none of them are that good. Mm-hmm. And even Popovich here later, later in life without stars, weird. 24 win seasons because in the NBA, the coach just largely doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I did think, I did think to be honest with you, (laughs) that doc rivers would get more than three years. But when you lose in the fashion that his teams have been losing in, you, you got to realize, you got to realize that this isn't working. Now, what can you get is better? I feel like three years ago we had this very discussion. Mm-hmm, we did. When the Los Angeles Lakers fired Doc Rivers, we went, who are you going to get this? Or, the, excuse me, the Clippers. Who are you going to get that's better? Well, now they have Tyron Lue. Yeah, he's not Who, better. by the way, is the favorite to be the next head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Think about what I just said. Get me out of Los Angeles. Absolutely. You and so never you're just, it's, that. and there was a topic earlier today on the Dan Patrick show that I, I found to be just wildly fascinating. If you had your choice of any of these jobs, which one are you taking? To me, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. And to me, it's not. Really? You have two guys that are paid like max superstars. Neither one is. Drew Holiday was a liability in the first round of these playoffs. He's the reason they're sitting at home. Because he couldn't defend anybody. It didn't matter where he went. He was irrelevant. Yeah, you have Giannis. Yeah, he's the youngest of the stars. Mm -hmm. But there's another one that I'm looking at going, you know, if I have my choice, it's Phoenix. And I don't think it's really all that close. Kevin Durant. Okay, so I get two years of Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. Devin Booker's younger than Giannis. And I could make the argument he's every bit as good, if not better. Because he can actually shoot. Giannis can't shoot. Yeah, but I don't need Giannis to shoot. Mm, yeah, weird. In the playoffs, you did. Because teams figured out, oh, uh, put him on the free throw line because he couldn't hit water off a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in large part, that's always going to be a problem. I would argue I would take Devin Booker over practically every player in this league. 
short of the elite of the elite mm-hmm. for the next five to ten years. But when they're at full strength, do you not see Milwaukee as head and shoulders better than Phoenix? I just watched Milwaukee at full strength get absolutely dog-walked by a team that's not even in their class. And, that, and I got news for you, that's not Mike Budenholzer, Budenholzer's fault. He ain't the one that did that. He's not the one that has a superstar that can't shoot. He's not the one that has a lockdown defender that got absolutely annihilated. And he's not the one that paid uh, Chris Middleton. Well, I don't think you can say they were fully healthy. I mean, Giannis was hurt, right? Okay. Did he play? Well, yeah, because okay. he had to. Well, okay. And you're healthy enough. <laughs> it's a guy you just told me you don't care that he can't shoot. I promise you, it, he can be at 20% and can still get to the, to the rack. Mm. At 6'11", built like that, I think you're just fine. And it did not matter. I, no, I don't really look. I look at Milwaukee as you had a, a you caught lightning in a bottle. You won one title, and mm-hmm. I would say that's probably all you're going to get. And I would say at some point Phoenix will do the same thing with this whoever this next coach is. I don't know. I don't as as I look at Phoenix. Yeah, I like Kevin Durant. Obviously, he's an all timer player. You got you got Booker as well, who I've been in love with since he came into the league. But how many teams in the NFL I, have a better one two punch than that? In the NBA, how many teams in this league have a better one-two punch than that? Not many. Uh, I would say Boston would be close. <laughs> you would rather have With Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? No, I say that's what I'm saying. It would be close. To me, it's not close. I have two elite scores, and now I've got an off season where I can put these ancillary pieces around them. If I had it, it, Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. guy, that's who we started this conversation with. Mm-hmm. There's probably not anybody in the world that'd be happier than, than if I were him, than me. Cool. I'll go interview for that Phoenix job because I might actually be able to win out there. I don't know that you will. I really don't know. You have a better shot than you had in Philadelphia because you hedged your bets on James Harden instead of Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. It was a bad decision at the time, and it's a terrible decision now. And guess what? Doc Rivers had absolutely nothing to do with it. That's on you. Yeah. So you can keep just rearranging these chairs and hope that it's going to work out. And we're three years from now, I won't be shocked if these same three jobs are open. Well, they've gotten to the to the to the semifinals every year, yeah, because you're limited. And sorry, you got a Denver in the West, you got a Boston in the East. That not only are they young, they're under team control for a really long time. They don't have to make these decisions. I don't have to reinvent myself every two years to try to beat you because. I'm the big dog, and until you knock me off the perch, I will continue to be the big dog. So, I mean, if it makes you feel better to fire your coach, more power to you. You want to keep paying guys? Do it. But it's not going to change anything. It's an ultimate revolving door at the head coaching position in the NBA. Uh, Chad Reagan in our YouTube comment said, I'd love to see Mark Jackson get another job. Uh, uh, He is who built the Warriors and then got fired. I would agree. And he's going to interview like he does every single time, and nobody's going to hire him. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we have to get the guy that's won before. Dumb. Dumb, da dumb, dumb, da dumb, dumb. His name has come up in the uh, early stages here of the Philadelphia talk, but that's just media members. There's no there's no clue what they're thinking behind closed doors. Well, Mark Jackson's going to interview in Milwaukee. That's all we know. I just, I say it every year. He should get another shot, and then nobody offers him one. Because you have to hire these retreads that, well, they won a title one time. Uh, Great. So did Frank Vogel. Give him a call. 
You're in the sportsocracy, and this is CSPN Asheville. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account. But no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, and heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, the Sportsocracy. And so in the offseason. I actually thought you were setting me up there to finish whatever you were about to say. I wasn't paying attention, and you paused, and I swear to you, I just went, Falafel! I don't know what you I don't want know what we're doing. Here. I don't know what we're doing. We have to talk about these things first. I have to hit buttons when we come back from things, and I wasn't listening to you. The idea of the offseason, and any offseason, is to improve your team for the next year. Every position, save for a few, on every team is is open for bidding, Right? Everybody's got a weakness somewhere. I mean, unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles. Which everybody's problem and strength might be something that we talk about on the Goalway Show for Jeremy tomorrow. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just a thought. Um, The Dallas Cowboys apparently have an issue with with their kicker. Not too happy with Tristan Viscaino, who is the only kicker on the roster at this moment. It's not that they're out there looking for other kickers. It's the way that special teams coach John Fossil said it during the rookie minicamp this week. So we have Tristan on the roster. Anybody else on earth who is not on the team right now is under consideration for this job. XFL, USFL. It does not matter. I mean, you could be just packaging up burgers at McDonald's right now. And if you've got a hammer leg, he wants to talk to you. Well, and kicked football much, <laughs> but I got a hammer leg, and that sounds like a position that I wouldn't have to be in tip-top physical condition to apply for. Oh God, that would be the meme, the new meme of the NFL. It would stop being Jared Lorenzen, the four hundred pound quarterback. At one point, it would be the John the, Daly looking dude who showed up at Dallas Cowboys camp. The, the Cowboys have a kicker with a heater in his mouth and he looks strangely like that guy <laughs> on paper towels. 40 yard field goal. You could kick that. 
Nah, you couldn't. You gave me a... You, you nah, know what? you couldn't. You give me some time. Get the old leg worked out. I, was, I mean, I've used my legs for a lot of things in life. Mm-hmm. I was a movie tie fighter at one time. I get that. Feel like there's a little bit of a difference. Legs, leg. I'm just saying, gamers <laughs> aren't people. Maybe we should. Maybe we should ask your uh, uh, your 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 brother from another mother, uh, Pat McAfee, on this. Uh, Ian, could uh, any can anybody just come in to be a kicker? Uh, well, Pat didn't want to kick. Could Mullet Man come in and be a kicker in the NFL? Here's no. the thing. I think you give me enough time. You know, maybe give me go through a rigorous course of uh, of kicker training. At the very least, we know we know I got a big enough leg that it's going to be reasonably good. Uh, Fossil continued on saying that uh, we have a lot of different guys that we're looking at: XFL, USFL, veterans on the street, younger guys who still haven't found their way. Everything is on the table. Tristan Viscaino, he's on the roster right now but he will not be at the start of the season. I really now I just want to take a camera out to a a high school fielder out here somewhere and put Adam Sandler's lonesome kicker behind it. Just watching me shank kicks. Oh, we can make that happen. I think we, we can should. 100% make that happen. I think we should cuz here's the thing, what if I'm good at it? I think I'd be willing to take that bet. I don't think you're going to be good well, at I bet it. I'd be better than you. Uh, oh, 100. percent I couldn't. I couldn't kick a five-yard field goal. That's the only reason I wanted to do it. <laughs> I wanted to see to-, to watch me fall on my keister. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I can put my foot on the refrigerator, so I'm I'm, I'm very bendy for a man of my size. Tank, on the other hand, is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so watching his foot get four inches off the ground trying to kick a field goal would at the very least amuse me. Yeah, uh, I could very well see Mike McCarthy and company going with Mason Crosby, who's out on the market right now. Only makes sense. He was the kicker in Green Bay. He would move to Dallas. Ryan Suckup, though, I think that's the one you need to look forward to. <sighs> I still think I can do it. I live by a very simple, by a simple phrase. Mm -hmm. One of many, actually. Don't think about it. Drink about it. And now the (laughs) Iowa Hawkeyes are putting that to good use. If you watched them play the footballs last year, you'd realize that, well, they didn't score a lot of points. Mm -mm. So they have come up with a genius idea with their Swarm Collective. That is their NIL Collective. They created a beer. They've teamed up with Exile Brewing Company to launch Swarm Golden Ale. 20% of the revenue will be donated to the Swarm Collective. And that's what they use to bring in athletes and give them NIL deals and things Swarm? like that. Swarm? Uh, I don't, uh, don't ask me. It, the, the beer is described as easy drinking, well-balanced, clean and tailgate ready. Okay. If clean is one of the first four adjectives you use for a beverage, it's probably not very good. <laughs> but I must say, Maybe I crisp. think there is something to this because Iowa knows that they couldn't score if they were at the bar covered in hundreds. That's just who they are. So now they know that they're going to drive their fan base to drink. So why do we not make money off of that? 
That's marketing 101, and I respect that. Is this brewed by the school or something? No, or? they teamed up with Exile Brewing Company, which is, no. I don't know exactly where it's located, but it's reasonably close. And and they're brewing it and selling it and all of those things. Okay. All right. All right. I still don't get the swarm name, like your birds. Like it would have been like the flock or the, the swarm is like bees. Like you would under, right? Well, I mean, I'd, get, I'd rather be attacked by bees than watch Iowa play four quarters of football. So. Like if Georgia Tech had a beer and they called it the Swarm Swill or whatever. The what Swill it, would whatever be whatever closer if it was Georgia about. Tech. <laughs> whatever the heck you said, that would make sense. Swarm doesn't make sense to me for the Hawkeyes. If Georgia Tech made a beer, you know what immediately people would say? We have a football team? Uh, when did that happen? <laughs> I thought we disbanded that in like 1993. Much of the way that the discussion about the NBA goes these days when it comes to the Charlotte Hornets. Wait, they still have a team? They do. And they, they do. have one really good player. Other than that, it's a little thin. They're in Charlotte. It's the next best thing you can say about the Charlotte Hornets franchise. Which is a great city. It is. Hopefully, they will have a star headed their way. After tonight's NBA draft lottery, the Hornets have the fourth best chances in the NBA to get the number one overall pick. And of course, it's the Victor Webinyama sweepstakes. This is the most exciting day for ping pong since 1996. Good for you. That's when Forrest Gump came out. I like ping pong. Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, all with 14% chances to get the number one pick tonight. Charlotte, fourth at 12.5%. I don't have to tell you what a big deal this would be for the Charlotte Hornets to get it. We haven't had a number one overall pick since, well, well, I, I mean, there was the Emeka Okafor thing, but can oh, we forget about that? Can, can, can we can just we not, not talk about can that? Can we not talk about that? I'd much rather talk about Larry Johnson. Look, there are times that you really want to win the lottery, and then there's other times... We got as good a shot at four as we do at one. This is not one of those years. Uh, I see some people in the chat saying that Victor Webinyama is going to be a bust. Um, I'm going to say this as clearly as clearly as I can. <laughs> uh, did you watch this kid? Uh, he's seven foot four with point guard handles and can absolutely shoot. And so and here's he wishes my he was Chet Holmgren. Is what you're saying? Well, he outweighs Chet Holmgren by what you lost on PhD weight loss. So I, I, <laughs> that is true. I, I think he's fine. That is true. Um, here's my question. Who exactly do you think is going to guard him? This has been the problem I've had all offseason long, because I do NBA draft stuff too. Anthony Davis. I just don't pour myself into it because it's, hey, we have a generational player, and then there's two more, and then it's a bunch of dudes who they might do stuff or they might open an all-state insurance company mm -hmm. with their signing bonus money when they are not in the league three years right. from now. Charlotte Hornets, stay at four. Uh, just tap out. Uh, yeah. Just be done with it. Like we did. You're taking the kid from Central Florida. So, so, so you're telling us that we didn't get Victor Webb and Yama, Brandon Miller, or Scoot Henderson. Awesome. Can't wait to see what Amen Thompson brings us. And that's the thing. This is really good on the high side. And then it just dwindles from there. Um, and look, anybody in anybody in the NBA draft can be a bust. There is absolutely zero reason 
to think that this kid is not everything he's been sold to be. And if you think about going back through the last, let's say, 25 years, who have been the biggest busts in the NBA draft? Biggest what? Just off the top of your head. Oh, gosh. You know I'm not good at this game. Well, I mean, Anthony Bennett should have been a, a, a prevailing thought. I thought you said five years. That was the last lot. 25 oh, years. Oh, the last 25 years. It was like the last five years. And it feels a little early for some of these guys. But, yeah, I mean, well, I mean just Bennett over the just barely uh, saw the uh, Paulo Bancaro went one last year. That appears to be going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Yeah, I think that's going to be fine once that team's not awful. Anthony Edwards, Zion, he's been good when he's been on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Simmons, I don't think anybody could have forecast that he would just absolutely hate the game of basketball. Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, John Wall, Blake Griffin, Derrick Rose. Yeah, there's not a lot of busts in there. Then you look at what were busts. Anthony Bennett, Markel Fultz, DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. All three of those years, every person like me was saying, there's not enough one picking this draft. In the NBA, we don't miss on these guys very often. Because it's now this game is so translatable, it's hard to miss that bad. Now, there are years where I have the number one pick and I have to take somebody. It's not like I can just sit here and, well, I'm going to wait to pick until eight. There's no miss in Webb and Yama. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that the Dallas Mavericks risked $750,000 to get to this guy. It's, it's, you don't do that for Anthony Bennett. You do that to have ping pong balls at Webb and Yama. Now, from there, you get Brandon Miller and and Scoot Henderson. I think they both can be... I think they can be really good, if not ever great. And then from there, it's lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, if you wind up at four, I, sorry. It's an, another year of you not having a dude. Uh, and Notorious B.I.G. said, Zion's a bust uh, because he's been hurt. Can a guy get hurt? Absolutely. The med on Victor Webinyama is a blank sheet of paper. Can he get hurt? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sam Bowie had nothing on his medical report, too. It's possible. There's nothing in his game that suggests bust. There's a reason 14 NBA teams tripped over themselves to get the opportunity at this kid. The game is tantalizing. Now, from there, this is one time that the four teams standing on the stage are going to be looking at each other going, I don't care about any." I don't care about anything but the number one pick. Because the other two, well, I could see a lot of busting them. There's a possibility Brandon Miller kid couldn't defend the chair I'm sitting in. Scoot Henderson could have the same problem. Mm-hmm. So I, I've heard a good number of people say we're over uh, evaluating this, this, these ping pong balls. In the last 25 years, there's been three times that there's been a player that was more sought after than this, or even as much so. It was Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Tim Duncan. Two of the ten greatest players that ever lived, and one that's been really special when he's on the court, but he's hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the last one of these guys that missed. Couldn't. The last number one pick? No. Is that what you're saying? No, the last prospect like this. No. That's what I was saying. There are years that there's not a number one pick. This guy's, this guy's the truth. Mm-hmm. There is... There is zero miss in this kid's game. Well, I mean, and you got a lot of people that uh, they're going to be doubters right off the jump because of the hype around him. I feel like that's a that's a whole lot of the at least the early hate. Like I understand the late career hate 
for LeBron James because he's so damn annoying these days. But the early career hate was he'll never be what he was billed to be. And he's the closest thing that we've ever had to be uh, who, the guy. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about LeBron. The hate on LeBron, a lot of it, I feel like, was due to the fact that he was pumped up to be the next Michael Jordan. And he's been and everything forever, he was pumped up to be. Right, and, the every, and he's been chasing it, and he'll never reach that for some people, but he has reached that level. He is, he is in the same sentence with Michael Jordan, which nobody expected he would be when he was being talked about like that when he was 17 years old. And I think a lot of that has to do with the pushback on Victor Webinyama and his hype. Every time there's a big guy, every time there's a guy like this that's hyped up, immediately people won't go, oh, he's not going to be that. Now, I think a lot of it adds to the fact that we've never seen him. Casual fans have never seen Victor Webinyama. No, unless you watched him in that G League, whatever that thing was. Right. So, I would just say hold off for a little while. We didn't think that the Greek freak was going to be as good as he was when he was drafted. No, 13th. and you can Nobody no, and you can hit was. those. What? Mm-hmm. And you're you're making a completely separate argument than what I'm making here. In terms of guys that we've had this much hype behind, there ain't been a miss. Mm-hmm. Zion's been that dude when he's been on the floor. That's the only one that's even debatable. Yeah, problem problem is he's played twelve games in five years. And and my my contention there. Is if if somehow since the twenty since the two thousand three lottery, if you could put every player that's been in the draft together, Victor Webinyama would go number one. Out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Wiggins, who a lot of people really liked, Towns, Anthony Davis, all of them. Webinyama would go number one. And to some scouts in the NBA, it ain't even close. A lot on the line tonight for uh, the bottom feeders in the NBA, the NBA draft lottery tonight before at 8 o'clock before the start of the Western Conference Finals. And can I just say thank you for not starting the Western Conference Finals at 1030? Uh, I'm, I'm glad we figured that out. But what about people on the West Coast? Uh, they'll leave work early. Trust me, it ain't like they're doing much. Lakers and Nuggets. Game one is tonight. Coming up after the break. Jeremy will have his pick for the night. Guess who he's taking? Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. 
Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. We got two big events in the NBA tonight. I'm not going to try to guess ping pong ball lotteries, but I will say I'm low-key rooting for the Charlotte Hornets to win the rights to draft Victor Webanyama. However, it's time for the coronation of the 2023 NBA champion Denver Nuggets. They take on the LA Lakers in game one. I'll break down the series and give you my pick. This is Green on Green brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. My Nuggets are a six-point favorite tonight at home, over under 225 and a half. This series is really easy to figure out. Yes, Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis is going to be fun. That's not where this series is decided. I think Aaron Gordon is athletic enough to deal with LeBron James. Here's the problem for the Lakers. You're playing three guards a lot. And there's a there's this guy who plays wing for the Nuggets, and he really loves to score points. Oh, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. I have absolutely no idea how you're going to defend him. And D'Angelo Russell has to guard somebody. Yes, I know you need his offense. He couldn't defend the de- the chair I'm sitting in. That's going to be a bit of a problem. Now, tonight, you're in the altitude. This is game one. This is the game you will see the altitude affect the Lakers the most. So I think it's really easy for me to say that Denver's going to cover the six. The more interesting part is the over-under. I actually think this will be a really good indicator of where this series goes. If it goes over the 225, go ahead and give me Denver in a gentleman's sweep in five. LA will get one in LA. That's all you got. Denver will take care of this in short order. Now, if LA is able to impose their will, I know they've been playing a faster tempo. They can't shoot like Denver. So if this game goes under, it actually gives me a little bit of hope for the Lakers, even though I think they have none tonight. But I don't think that's how it's going to go. It's all nuggets, baby. Give me Denver minus the six over 222 and a half. For more, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingles Supermarkets. This is the Sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingles studio, as always, here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, so you can join us in the chat each and every day. Um, Yesterday, it was 24 hours ago that we unveiled the latest details about our latest fantasy football contest, the ultimate fantasy draft weekend contest. And I feel like now is the right time to uh, to say that, uh, yeah, remember all that stuff we told you yesterday? We're sweetening the pot. 
Yes. So one of the uh, one of the reasons that we like floating things on this show early is because when we boo boo something, it's it's really nice that 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 many of you will come to the rescue of. But why did you do that? So we have decided to sweeten the pot just a little bit, and we're going to make the next two weeks the early signing period. So, if you sign up in the next two weeks, by May 31st, we will double the tickets that you get for entry into the contest. Several of you asked, why would you why would you sign up so early for a contest that's... And that's a very good point that we didn't really think so much about because we're fantasy nerds and things like that. So... If you sign up by May 31st, we will double the tickets that whatever your package that you buy uh, would have gotten you. Again, the ultimate fantasy draft weekend. We have hooked up with some new partners here that uh, are going to put together the red carpet experience for your fantasy league this year. If you win the contest, 12-man league, you will have all of the superstars' treatment we will treat it like the NFL draft where you'll have little, you know, special cards. Jeremy and I will act as the commissioners or the MCs or whatever you want to call us, the the uh the the host of events for the weekend. We're gonna make it a big thing. And it only costs five dollars to get in on it. That's you that's all have, one ticket, which now is two, uh cost to get in the into the challenge. Indeed. Indeed. And then uh you got the twenty five dollar package that gets you into the battle for the belt along with the uh, the five tickets, which now become ten tickets, bingo into the drawing for the ultimate draft weekend. All of it can all of the details uh, can be found on our social medias up on the Facebook page. All of it follow us at the Sportsocracy on all of those. And the links are going into the chat as we speak. But we have breaking news breaking news i always love breaking news on an in a, on an nba draft lottery night is it is this is this news with the lottery who's gonna break the news 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 no this is not lottery news but it does uh sweeten things around here on the espn airwaves the Pat McAfee show is moving to ESPN. Wow. Uh-huh. I had there are no details I, I, on what this is going to mean. Yeah. I, I, see that's I'm going to say that it's going to it, it, your your rating is probably going to Well, I mean, here's I don't th- think you can say everything he says on ESPN. You can't say Trust a lot me, of what he says. If you could, I'd have done done it. That's that's where my mind immediately went. Is this a great idea? Absolutely. Is Pat McAfee uh, going to have a long history as a uh, popular sports host? Absolutely. I just don't know if this diminishes the product of the Pat McAfee show to have to put it on FCC airwaves for ESPN. Well, I I can. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm trying not to go too inside baseball here. I can tell you one of the issues that Pat has been having is that it's really labor intensive to do this when you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand, Pat's show was running on the same model that this show does. With infinitely more people oh, working on it. 
Well, because they have infinite. It wasn't that way in the beginning. Oh, I know. In the beginning, there were four of them. And it started much like we have, which is, trust me, what keeps me going on a daily basis. <laughs> was looking at that going, one day, one day we could be that. Uh, Patrick Holt said, he's selling out. I'm sure the money's great, but that diminishes the show greatly. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to touch on this. I mean, Pat just had a baby. And, and I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. He's walking away from a four-year, $120 million deal. So this is not about the money. I guarantee you guarantee you ESPN is not paying him that much. I, the, the report from the New York Post is it's in the eight-figure-a-year range, which I'm dumbfounded that ESPN is paying that, but it, it shocks me. I get it. He's worth every cent of it. That's why they're laying off everybody else. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, all of the janita- Janitorial crew, you uh, need to find a new job. We have to pay Pat McAfee. Everybody not named Mike Greenberg, uh, Stephen A. Smith, and Pat McAfee. Y'all got to go find somewhere to get. And, and, I mean, he's been hinting at this for a while. It started get, because people picked up on this and they were like, maybe he's unhappy with FanDuel. I don't think it had anything to do with that. And this is one of those times that, uh, trust me, I got a pretty good idea what I'm talking about here. Well, and he, I, I bet he probably brings that deal with him. The FanDuel deal? Yeah. Mm-mm. Really? No, he's, he's walking away from that. Oh. That, that was in the New York Post report. Okay. But that's a big deal. I mean, look, that's the, that is the premier show in sports talk. I don't think that's even debatable at this point. You can give me Cowherd. You can give me Dan Patrick. Uh, you do understand it's a really hard mm-hmm. platform he's been on well this is a this definitely increases his reach to be able to say that oh no doubt because he can't say that right now you're can't a, say I, mean, I mean you're a youtube show seventh highest uh, seventh most viewed stream in the history of youtube mm-hmm. yeah i think he can say it because guess what all oh, the you rest can't, of us no, are here there's, too. there's no way he can claim that he's as big as cowherd Made more money than Coward. Not close. Not even in the ballpark. Because of the sponsorship. I don't care where you made the money from. I, I don't care who cut the check. You're making two times what any of us are. Yeah, I think that puts you on the top of the mountain. It, it put, Okay, ask yourself this. Is Colin Cowherd getting asked to commentate SmackDown? No. no. Is he getting asked to co- to, to be the, the next Lee Corso on game day? No. I, I bet he did. I'll, I'll <laughs> guarantee you he didn't. I, I promise you he didn't. That was Pat from day one. As soon as they figured out that Lee Corso was having the health problems. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if Colin, was the hottest brand if Colin were still with ESPN, they would have asked him. Yeah, Not ahead of Pat McAfee. I, I'm telling you, you're undervaluing. That's the hottest brand okay. in this industry, and okay. it's not close. Okay. I don't think anybody in the industry would argue. I guess the guy's doing, what, two, three million views a day mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. Now, my curiosity is what it turns the show into. And I I really struggle knowing of Pat what I do, that he would have agreed to this without a whole mess of creative control. Yeah, but we all know how that goes. We all know how that goes when they when when you sign that corporate deal. Okay, we'll give you cor- we'll give you creative. Control you think this changes until, a lot, don't you? Absolutely, I don't. This, uh, this I uh, think it changes is, a little. This waters down his product 
it, it, it just uh, it, it won't sell. I don't, I don't think it'll sell as well. I really don't. I'm because say part of the shtick is the cutting edge. We say things that nobody else will say. No more having little eight year olds cuss out their favorite football team on the on the air and stuff like that. The, the stuff that that makes him trend now. You can't do any of that stuff on ESPN National Radio. Well, it's not necess- he's not necessarily going to ESPN National Radio. He has signed a deal with ESPN. I have a, let's just say I have a sneaking suspicion that this is not going to be a traditional deal. I'm going to say you probably don't see his show on ESPN. I'll say you probably don't see it on ESPN 2. You probably don't see it on ESPN News. And I can almost promise you it ain't coming to ESPN Radio. They're not paying him $10 million a year to do an ESPN Plus show. Put a pin in that, and okay. we'll, we'll revisit that okay. in about two weeks. We I think see. when you get the details, because I, As agree, hard- I agree with a lot of what you said, mm-hmm. that you can't really you can't really tamper the show down like that. So I struggled to believe. This would be like, I'm still dumbfounded Howard Stern did a show that was on E for the longest time. And he, and he wasn't even – there were things that happened on the McAfee show that never happened on Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. So I it will be interesting to watch. That is certainly the hottest entity in all of uh, in all of sports talk. Obviously, it is now moving to ESPN permanently. Obviously, this is the situation that we have no inside information on here. We're just spitballing off the top of our heads. I just now heard about this, so I have I have no idea what the ins and outs of this are going to be. Brewing, because I mean, it had been. I'm not going to say he'd been open about it, but it was very obvious that something was happening. It was mm-hmm. just having to read some tea leaves. <clears throat> maybe shaking some trees with some people that you know yep. going hey and, and maybe and i, I didn't even so. know this was coming i i hope that uh i hope that you know that that could be in the future that espn would pay him this and that it would be an entity that they can now put out there and not dumb down the product i guess is the best water down the product because that's part of the allure of the pat mcafee show is that you can get the things that can't be said on Colin Cowherd and Dave and Dan Patrick and all of these other shows. But as much as this company or the the parent company of ESPN is, for lack of a better term, hurting for for hard hitting content like they used to have when they had Colin Cowherd, when they had Mike and Mike. I mean, the national product is just not what it was. So this would make sense to add him to the stable. That's why I say I don't think this is I don't think they're paying him ten million dollars a year to do a YouTube show. They are gonna put him on ESPN, they're gonna put him on television, they're and, gonna and they put may. him they're gonna put him on radio. And well they may have an idea, but I would and and call me crazy. I I the the, the marketing mind in me is going, I don't think you're buying that shit. Because I'm just trying to think of what could you what did you do now could you continue to do on ESPN? It's virtually none of the show mm-hmm. can be done that no, way. You can do all the gambling stuff that he does. You can still you do, can't the fun, do it the same way. The fun antics that you do in, in the studio. and I mean, he has a personality unlike pretty much anybody else in the business. I'll agree with you. I feel like he is the best product that we have in the sports 
broadcasting world. I would agree. I just don't know if you can claim he's the biggest right now, but he definitely is now. If they're going to put him on every ESPN station across the country and worldwide, yeah, he's now the biggest. But I just I, I wanted to get out in front of this and say this is to and th- this is not a sellout. He's I, I feel like he's been very open and honest of the way we're doing this now now that i've got a kid i can't keep doing this this way mm-hmm. i mean look it, there comes a time where corporations are corporations for a reason because they have more money they have more manpower and you can't be everything to everybody for forever and that's what this looks like to me mm-hmm. but i'm really intrigued to see where this goes it also says that there's a hole now on youtube for a completely uncensored show and, I, and i'm not saying that i want to fill that role but i actually yes i am i am that's exactly what i'm saying i that's exactly what i'm saying let's go and with your support we too can climb the mountaintop oh i i got news for you if i ever make eight figures a year uh you're all coming with me it's a boat domestic lights and crimes that don't do crabs. Yeah, don't do those. You're in the sportsocracy. This is CSPN Asheville. At Ingles, we are proud to introduce our all-new curbside service. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app to order, and our friendly staff will bring your groceries right to your car and have you ready to go in no time. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Kai? It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, live in the Ingalls studio, and uh, it's the summer, and it's not not a whole lot of breaking news to talk about, so rumors fly around all the time. I, I love uh, Colin Green said, what, what are we supposed to talk about? Uh, helmet fitting? Uh, in, 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 in rookie camp? camp? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not not a whole lot going on. We got a couple of headlines that we'll get into later on in the program here, but um, uh, uh, apparently the subject of realignment has come up once again for college football, as new reports have come out that there is a spot waiting in the Big Ten for Washington and Oregon, which after USC and UCLA all already jumped ship. It brings up that question again. What's left? Well, and you have to read the the fine print on what Brett McMurphy said. The Big Ten does not, and I quote, want blood on their hands of being why the Pac-12 exploded. 
Now, I I feel like you can't avoid that because you took the two biggest entities in it already. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you're doing that millennial thing where you're trying to make yourself feel better about the bad thing you did. It wasn't a bad thing to me. It's called capitalism. It's Absolutely. What we've survived on for 250 years. Survival of the fittest. But I don't really care. I mean, the Pac-12 can't survive this way. They can't get a media deal. They've been talking about it for three solid months. There's a reason because nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Oregon and Utah ain't going to sell. Not on a national level when you got Texas and Oklahoma and Alabama and all these big national brands every week in the SEC. You're you're done like dinner anyway. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what are you waiting on? Now they've been vetted. They've been cleared. The Big Ten's all hunky-dunky, which six months ago called. Uh, why'd you not figure this out then? But what's stopping you? You got Arizona and Colorado talking about going to the Big 12 anyway. Mm -hmm. The Pac-12 will be no more. And there's one way to survive, and we've talked about it. You're going to have to all the small schools. Yep. You're going to have to absorb all the San Diego states, Colorado states, Boise states. Fresno. Yeah. That's your only path to survival. Mm -hmm. And even then, the only thing that's going to is insomniacs and people turning on their television for the first time is that. One o'clock in the morning, we got Boise State and Colorado State. Woo. You become the Mountain West. You'll never be anything bigger than that. Forget the Rose Bowl. That thing's done. You take Oregon and Washington out of this conference and say uh, Colorado and Arizona go to, to the to the Big 12, and then you're stuck with, who's your big seller at that point? Utah? Yeah. They'd probably go to the Big 12, too. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. So so then you end up with the Pac-12. It's no Look, longer, known, you're no longer a Power 5. We've known that we, the Power 5 was going to become the Power 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't keep pilfering from uh, – uh, you can't keep stealing from the cookie jar. There's only so many places for you to go. All right? And the XFL and the USFL showed we as a society know what an inferior product is, and we are not putting our time, money – effort energy blood sweat and tears behind it nope so uh, now i'm at the point of washington oregon you gotta do what's best for you so i i won't be shocked if you've got an announcement on this before mm-hmm. the season starts uh and as uh, uh colin cowherd was talking about this on his show and went into i guess what he has heard about what this scenario would bring for oregon and washington Apparently, the Big Ten doesn't want to give them full shares of the media deal. So the media deal, as planned, the Big Ten would pay out $80 million per school. But apparently, Oregon and Washington would only get half that. So they'd have to split a share. So it would be $40 million a year going to those two schools. And even with the split. It's even still more. It's still more than they will ever see with a Pac-12 media deal. I'm not sure the Pac-12 is going to get a media deal. Short of some ugly combination of FX and who did Bally sell to? <laughs> Can we put it on the Bally's network? I don't know that I would trust that. It hasn't been. A, it don't exactly have the greatest track record there. Well, Bally's went bankrupt, and you're going to too. Well, no doubt, the, the Pac-12 will as well. But I mean, we knew this. Was, we thought we knew it was either going to be the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve, or the ACC. Mm-hmm. One of them, and the ACC just has too many brands. Not necessarily football brands, no. but as long as you've got Florida State and Miami, 
You got Duke and Carolina with the basketball uh, money. Yeah, and that's that uh, helps, but it's. I mean, the it Big pales East in comparison to football. The, right the Big Absolutely. East basically folded too. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Big East does not look the way it once looked, and there's a reason for that. But, but the, to me, the Pac-12 has just been circling the drain for a year anyway. As mm-hmm. soon as the 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 UCLA USC thing came out, you know it's only a matter of time. How long is it going to take before somebody becomes antsy? I mean, because this is basically like musical chairs. And in terms of TV deals, I've seen what ESPN and Fox and NBC are, are paying out for all these. They're not paying more money. You only have so many prime spots. So you're not going to pay prime money for something you're hiding at 1030 at night. It just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have inferior product with no prestigious programs. I mean, and yes, Washington on paper appears to be good going into this year. They'll be top 15 in the initial poll. Mm-hmm. That's really it. It's a lot of Bo Nicks with Oregon. Are you running out to watch that? <laughs> the last time Oregon played a premier game was when they played you in week one. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take before you went, whoa, these two do not belong on the same field together? Uh, less time than it did to realize the national championship it was TCU. Yeah. I, I, it was off to the races, and they never could hang. This would be the best opportunity for Oregon and Washington. You want to, you don't want to be left. You don't want to be left as the top dogs in a bad conference. No. I mean, I would rather be the eighth best program in the Big Ten mm-hmm. than be what's left of the Pac 12. Right. By the way, can we change the name of the Big Ten, though? Like, if we're going to have 17 teams, we haven't had 10 in almost a decade. So. Do we just call it the big country because now it spans the entire country? I mean, the Big Ten goes from New Jersey to California. We'll just call it the big mess. It's a big old mess of teams. (laughs) They play each other sometimes. It's just the big conference. Be the only conference in the history of college football. We play them every time we elect a president. Uh, It's about every four years. Sorry. Yeah, I've, I've felt like for years the Big Ten needed to change their name, but they haven't. This is stupid. Then they did that little thing in their logo where oh, they now added the ones. Yeah. Oh, now it's a 12. Yeah. Now it's a 12. They added the extra ones in there, so every team was, you can't add nine ones to the logo. No. no. That looks like an Ohio State helmet. <laughs> right. Those goofy little Buckeye right. stickers. Right. I, I mean, the question will always come up, is this good for college football as a yes. whole? Yes. And I feel like the answer is unequivocally yes. Yes. Uh, uh, to me, it's just it's unavoidable. Put the biggest brands in, in in the same conferences, or not in the same conferences, but but in a more centralized area. And I I, I don't love always saying I told you so, but when as soon as this nil thing struck, and the Supreme Court basically said everything that you're built on is going out the window, I told you. It's Wild Wild West mm-hmm. because the discrepancy in money here is staggering. There's a reason that Georgia is a two-time national champion. Yep. There's a reason that Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan take all those teams that are up at the top of the polls every single year. There's a reason that Florida State has bounced back. Do you not find that to be ironic? I even look at Miami, and I know that they're the Sasquatch, and every time we believe in them, they burn you. They're still getting talent. 
They're still one of the 20 most talented teams in the country. There's a reason for that. Because mm-hmm. they have ridiculously deep pockets. Yep. And the further time goes on, and the more you don't sanction any of these things, the cream's going to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. It's always been there, though. That's always been my contention. It's always been the same schools that are in contention yeah, for the title. Yeah, but it's much different now. I mean, Georgia Tech won a national title. Those days are done like dinner. But they have been done for 30 years. That was 30 years mm, ago. Yeah, and there have been some there have been some contenders, not necessarily teams that won it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that the days of even the contenders go away. Uh, you're not going to see a TCU. I'll give you a perfect example. Look at their uh, annual revenue report and just understand, I really hope you enjoyed this run because mm-hmm. it ain't happening again. Mm-hmm. You struck lightning in a bottle in a conference where everybody was down. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen again. I feel like you can you can have your shots at Cinderella stories like this. With the transfer portal, you can put together a good enough time. I mean, we're seeing it in college basketball. Well, and I, I just think of I, – I, I go to Brian Haynes here. All right, our, our football Farley, our, our third on this show. Mm-hmm. Lifelong Syracuse guy. You might be the most hopeless school in America because you do not have the money to compete, especially not in football. You don't have the facilities. It's not even close. So, yeah, you can continue to play, and the best you can hope for is a berth in the pinstripe bowl. I don't think I could put my dollars behind that. I mean, you and I are lucky. We both pull for schools that are, well, they're up there. Mm-hmm. West Virginia is obviously near and dear to my heart. They can't compete. Right. They got money like that. Trust me. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Their NIL deal is, uh, uh, well, we, we, we have a thousand domestic lights, and we'll bring you a thousand more on the first of every month. How's that sound? That coal miner money really uh – Gonna bring a lot of high talent into the. It would have worked for me. Thousand domestic lights. I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. So there could be more reshuffle, or there will be more reshuffle. I'm not, and I'm not gonna even say there could be. There will be more reshuffling in college football. Pac-12 dies when? Officially, 2025. I will say this is the last year. We know unequivocally. By the start of the season. I will say this is the last year. Because I will bet you Oregon and Washington will agree to that. They'll agree to the we'll take a half a media share yep. if you'll pay our buyout. Mm-hmm. You get us out of this in one year, we're in. And that's the, the result. When they get to the bargaining table, that will be the result. This is the only it's the only piece of leverage they have. Right. Is Okay, we can get it done right now. So you pay that. We'll take half a media share until the next deal. You get what you want, we get what we want. Get us out of here. Yeah, and the Pac-12 uh, and the commissioners and the and those calling the shots in that conference will immediately take that deal because they're going to need all the money they oh, can yeah. get. I have a house payment to make. So, uh, yes, please uh, give us that. Because right now so, our league is worth $11. I feel like we should be queuing up taps. Somebody call the fat lady, tell her to start singing because the Pac-12 is going the way of the dodo bird. Um, You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. When we come back, 
It'll be time to get weird. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingles, we are proud to introduce our all-new curbside service. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app to order, and our friendly staff will bring your groceries right to your car and have you ready to go in no time. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida... And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. It's time to get weird. And I never thought I would ever say this. Since I grew up reading Sports Illustrated, I always, I always waited for that one moment of the year. That one moment where as a, uh, you know, as a, pre-pubescent and a pubescent kid you're waiting for dad sports illustrated to show up with swimsuit the swimsuit issue i'll be honest with you sports illustrated could have stopped putting out other versions of that magazine and i wouldn't know the difference have you seen this year's swimsuit cover model oh well there's several of them there are but megan fox is one one and okay all right okay the one that i don't get Martha Stewart. 81 year old Martha Stewart. Like part of part of that screams like we realize that there are still people waiting on an actual publication of the Sports Illustrated magazine. And they're 81 years old. So let's give them something to look at. I don't necessarily know that's how that went. Yikes. I don't I mean, I have my own philosophy, and when we have an uncensored Pat McAfee st- style show, I could I, I could voice that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say this for 81 years old, Martha could have, could have looked worse in a bathing suit. Just not sure that's really where you wanted to go with it. I this. just think it's funny. If you really want to know the dich- the, the difference of, of Tank and I and the dichotomy of where our brains go, I saw Martha Stewart Sports Illustrated cover model and I went, that's a story I don't need to click on. <laughs> that's, that's a, uh, see, I look at it and I go, that's a story I have to click on because I want to know how much she paid for that. Like, I don't necessarily think that's how that went. Uh, by the way, I don't get it. I and, don't get it. And here's how here's how entrenched in sports Jeremy is. I was today years old when I found out Martha Stewart was still alive. <laughs> I knew she did crimes and mm-hmm. she did jail time, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Uh, from there, yep, uh, yep. And of course, you know the response to all of this has been the. The usual 2023. Oh, she's so strong. Look. Oh, it's beautiful. No. Seacrest out. We should do a sportsocracy uh, swimsuit edition. 
No. People would pay you to take that away from them. Absolutely. Tank after Nobody losing. wants that. After Tank lost all Never mind. No good. Could come from what I'm getting ready to say. L-M-N-O fired. I got more wrinkles than Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Beat me to it. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. My story comes from Key Largo, Florida. (laughs) Tank's got a very puggish uh, complexion. (laughs) Sorry. A university professor broke a long-standing Guinness World Record that is really giving me the, the angina. Okay. It's living underwater without depressurization. Mm. So basically they made this, I'm going to call it what it is, coffin with a window in it. And he went, glub, glub, and swam down there and lived in this box. It's got oxygen pumped into it. He has not been able to leave this box for 74 days. I can't do 74 minutes in this studio before I have to... I have to go out to where the air is. Does he have like a feeding tube or something? That they I think they put food in it. But he has, it basically said he has everything in this coffin that he needs. Uh, he He's eating a protein-heavy meal of eggs and salmon. No, no, no. But no, no, no. Prepared using a microwave. Can't have an oven down there. Yeah. He's cooking salmon in the microwave. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that would uh, in a box in a coffin. In a, it's just called what it a, is. It's not a coffin. He's on a protein-rich diet. Does anybody else follow where my mind's oh, going it, on this? Oh, like, it, that, that has got to be the worst smelling box on the planet. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> but he has now broken the record. The previous record was 73 days, two hours, and 34 minutes. It was set by two Tennessee professors. Bruce Cantrell and Jessica Fain, those two at least had each other to talk to. You put me in a box, first of all, I am way too claustrophobic Mm -hmm. for this. But you put me in a box and I don't have anybody to talk to but myself, I'm coming out of that box. Gary Busey crazy. Where does he go? Like go. Like tinkle? I'm sure there's a bathroom in it. I mean, it might just be. How big is this box? It's pretty large. Well, you called it a coffin, so I'm imagining there's not a lot of space for him to roam. No, he, it says he can do his daily push-ups, takes hour-long naps. I mean, for me, it would be a 74-day nap. Okay, so it's much larger than a coffin. Oh, no doubt. Okay. I mean, but for me, it's a box. It's a pressurized box at the bottom of the, <laughs> some body of water. I get it. That's okay. the definition of a coffin. But now he's broken the record, and he's refusing to come up. He Good. wants to go 100 days. Let him stay there. <laughs> I just want to know, like, how does this idea come to your brain? How do you go, I'm just going to go hang out at the bottom of the sea and wait to see if I see a mermaid? The big fan of SpongeBob? I, don't, I, I have no idea. Why would you want to do this? I have no idea. I have and he's, no idea. And did you say what he does for a living? Or is he a retiree? He's a professor. He's Oh, that explains it. Yeah. Okay. He's got plenty of time on his hands. Oh, yeah. He's got, got he, he's got tenure. Hey, taking a <laughs> out another two or three more years. It's <laughs> right. not really going to change anything. That's right. He'll get promoted to provost after this. That would have been funny if I even vaguely knew what that meant. 
You said Provost, and all I could think of was Provo, Utah, and my brain went to a whole different place. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know. Don't even want to know. I just, I, there's been one Guinness Book of World Records record I ever wanted to set. The one where you bar hop? Yeah, most bars in one day. Mm. And I'm, I, I still feel that the natural light boy Hick Flair here, I, I should be the one that owns that record, and I want my name in the book that way. Yeah. I don't know that you're going to get there, though. They keep upping the ante on you. Since you said you wanted to do that challenge, that record's already been broken three times. Beer City, I'll make it happen. Where there's a will, there's a way. Okay? No doubt. And I am a warrior, unlike a warrior. any other warrior. A warrior. Hey, you remember that time where I said there was nothing left to be done in the NFL offseason that could really impact a team, that really move the needle? Apparently, I was wrong about that because the Cleveland Browns found one. Uh, they did. They and it's something we haven't talked about. They, they found one, and they now have Zadarius Smith. We'll talk about that impactful move coming up next here in the Sportocracy. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. It's ESPN Asheville, and yeah, so I thought I thought there was nothing you could do at this point. If you're an NFL team, this point in the offseason, making some kind of addition that would move the needle just even slightly. But the Cleveland Browns found a way. They have traded with the Minnesota Vikings. They're giving up a uh, they're giving up two fifth round picks, one this year, one next year, or one, I guess you should say one next year, one the following year to get Zadarius Smith, to put him on the other side of Miles Garrett. Oh, by the way, the same Cleveland team that has made several other moves this offseason to plug the holes that they had on that defense, and they got Jim Schwartz to come be the coordinator. That defense is terrifying. I mean, genuinely terrifying. And I don't know if your takeaway was the same as mine. When you first saw this, what was the first thing that crossed your mind? Well, you're not going to have any doubts getting after the quarterback. No. Between those two and uh, Okoronkwo, you'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I strike you as a weird move from Minnesota. There's been all the talk of Dalvin, Thomas, or, uh, Dalvin, uh, Dalvin Cook. Cook and how they don't want to pay the $10 million in salary. Not really. Not really, because I feel like at this point, Minnesota is in, in that mode of salvage what can be salvaged, get what you can out of the rest. Is it possible Minnesota's tearing this down and just not telling us? Yes. I, because that's kind of where I'm at. Yes. But you can't, I mean, how much can you really tear it down? How, how could you get rid of Kirk Cousins? Oh, there's no market. Right. I mean, the, the, Who's the, gonna the market got flooded with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So every team that needed one has one. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to spend big, 
I'm not doing it for Kirk Cousins. The, the the defense is just insanely young. And I could see a path that they get annihilated defensively. Have you looked at their schedule? Oh, Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. It's gross. They play several really – I mean, and this is in the NFC. It's not You're not expecting a schedule the way that you see it in, in the AFC. But you week one, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, the Chargers, Panthers, Chiefs, Bears, 49. There's a lot of losses here. Mm-hmm. A lot of losses here. There are. And I just kind of feel like they know that now. I feel like Minnesota knows exactly what they are. And there is a – I'm not going to say it's a teardown. I do not think Dalvin Cook ever plays another game in Minnesota. I don't know if you feel the same way I do, but – I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to the to the ins and outs or the the, the the you know the the rumors and all. Just I just know that it's a possibility that they could get rid of Dalvin Cook. Well, they don't want to pay the money. He's been attached to the Dolphins. He's been attached to the to the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I've heard several teams in the AFC could be involved. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, it's not a white. It's not waving the white flag. Jason Trump in the YouTube comments said, I think they're trying to do a reboot versus a full shutdown. I, I, that's probably a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. I just don't look at this roster and go, it's really competitive at all. You have one all-world player, Justin Jefferson. And mm-hmm. then what, what, do you ha- what do you have around him to make him work? All the pieces that you had, you're talking about getting rid of. You're you're either talking about getting rid of them, or your fan base is clamoring for you to get rid of them, uh, which eat, I feel like is the case in Kirk Cousins. Eating sleep football asked, uh, who exactly was playing corner for the for the Vikings? Well, it's Byron Murphy, who's a slot guy predominantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth. Ew. By the way, Andrew Booth and a Caleb Evans, they did not play enough snaps last year to to rate with pff mm-hmm. so they they were not a qualifying corner if they were that have been two of the five lowest rated corners in the league that's not in good. limited snaps that's not good that's not good and evan doyle in the youtube chat asked a really interesting question rank the afc north defenses top to bottom Ooh. I have a funny feeling we're going to disagree about this. Wow. Top to bottom. I feel like I'd have to go Cleveland one. Cincinnati for me, Cle- two. For me, Cleveland and Pittsburgh are 1A and 1B. Okay. Pittsburgh, I hadn't thought about. Yeah. And then Cincinnati would be three, and I feel like Baltimore's a distant four. I don't know about distant. Okay, what on that defense do you know exactly what you're getting? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's it, you've got a safety mm-hmm. that I know exactly what I'm getting. And Roquan Smith. And Roquan Smith. <laughs> right. Other than that, it's a lot of, you know, well, yeah, I mean, good. Good. It's good, good and young. But there's not a lot of known quantities here. Mm-hmm. You just kind of can't you just kind of trust enough. it. You just kind of trust it. There's no team in the NFL that you should be buying the over on harder than the Cleveland Browns. I do not know what they have done to Vegas if it's that stupid Browns going to Brown. Yeah. 
I, I don't know, but I do not understand how, t- how Vegas is looking at this roster going eight and a half wins. I don't get it. Because you, you and, and maybe because, they're because overvaluing can, other teams in this. I don't know. Maybe somebody has I to think, finish poorly. I think a lot of it has to do with the conference that they're in. Obviously, the AFC much stronger than the in the NFC. The AFC North is one of the best divisions in football. It's going to be the most competitive in football. All four of those teams have some kind of a claim or expectation of postseason play this year. I don't feel like you can say about any other conference or any other division where all four teams have a legitimate argument to and make. And that's the only thing that makes me – that's the only thing that would make me nervous and is you, does this division just cannibalize each other? And then you have Deshaun Watson. You don't know what he's going to be. He was not good know. last year. Again, there was a lot to that. I get a lot to that that you're not dealing with this year. I That's the only thing I can understand that I can figure out. And then I look at how high everybody is on Cincinnati, and I get it. I'm high on them too. That's who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I keep looking at it going, okay, you're undervaluing the other three, but it doesn't seem to be affecting Cincinnati. And I don't necessarily think they're that much better than the other three teams in this division. I mean, their offense is. I, I I don't disagree, but is it by leaps and pounds? I don't think so. Yes, I like your receivers better. Yeah, I like the running game better with uh, Baltimore. I like the running game better with Cleveland. And frankly, I like the running game better with Pittsburgh. So, that'd yeah, be great if you, it was you, a running Jamar league. Chase better than... I was going to say, that'd be great if that. this was a running league. However, this is a passing league, and, and I got I Joe that. Burrow and a trio of monsters at wide receiver. And, and I get that, but it's it's not like you've got a set of bums with any of these other three teams. No. Baltimore has reloaded weapon-wise. Pittsburgh had good weapons and added Allen Robinson. Amari Cooper was pretty good last year, and you added Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. The AFC North is going to be evil, and it is going to be ridiculously fun to watch and i hope everybody understands what i just said was not slander at any of these teams i think they're all good Mm -hmm. the problem is that one of you has to finish last Uh, sorry i don't adhere to the tank spencer millennial way of thinking of everybody finishes second and nobody's upset and it's all flight nope somebody's gonna finish last yeah and and historically one of them is going to be much worse than you think, and I cannot for the life of me figure out who it is. You know who I think it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be Pittsburgh. I feel like Pittsburgh is going to be the last place team here. And I and I don't agree with really? you. Really? I don't. I like Pittsburgh probably too much. If you had to make a wager, a sizable wager today, who finishes last in this division, who are you putting that money on? Baltimore. Really? Wouldn't think about it for a second. Would not think about it for one second. And that's not slander at Baltimore. You have noise. None of the rest of them have noise. Mm-hmm. You're in the sportocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Sports Center is next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets.
Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app. You take us with you everywhere you go. Also on the YouTube. You can watch us live in the Ingalls studio every afternoon. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat each and every day. And uh, you can also join the House of Reprehensibles. It's a fun little group. Get access to our Discord channel. And, uh, well, who knows? With all of the all of the new surprises and, and, well, contests and such that we're embarked in, your chances to win more great experiences are coming your way. And, and we've only just begun. Well, we have so many more things in the bag of tricks to show you as time goes on. Again, the old. And now I have become completely obsessed with doing an uncensored YouTube show at noon every day. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to. But just do it. Might need a few partners mm-hmm. that are very understanding. Throw some dollars at it. And you never know. You're just joining us here in the Sportsocracy. Missed yesterday's show, the announcement of our Ultimate Fantasy Draft Weekend Contest. Um, we upped the ante today to, to you know, y'all asked for more incentive to get in early. And so we said, okay. So now we're doubling the tickets. You buy a ticket now to get into the Ultimate Fantasy Draft Weekend Contest. $5 that goes to Eblin Charities. Proceeds go to Eblin Charities. Well, yes, the uh, proceeds go to Eblin Charities. $5 now not gets you doesn't get you one ticket. It gets you two tickets to get into the Ultimate Fantasy Draft Weekend uh, drawing, which will be uh, taking place here in just a couple of months. What did you say, July? July 15th. July 15th. That will be the last day. So we got two last months. day for signups. July 16th will be the official selection of our winners. So you got two months to get into the contest, but if you want double tickets – you got to do it by May 31st. So by the end of this month, if you lock in your submission, the $5 one ticket turns into two tickets. The $25 buy-in goes from five tickets to 10 tickets. $50 goes up double, $100 goes up double. You get the idea. And so on and so forth. Indeed. Et cetera, et cetera. You can find all of the links in the YouTube chat right now. You can also find them on all of our social medias. Go to the, uh, namely the Facebook page. All of the links and such are up there. There's also a business tier. If you have a business and you'd like to get involved in this contest. Uh, We had several of those call yesterday. We appreciate you greatly. And it's always good to know that. Our business friends around Asheville mm-hmm. are listening to us and are going to get involved with our local supporting local campaign. There is a link for businesses to get involved in this contest as well. It's the uh, it's the ultimate fantasy draft weekend full red carpet experience for you and your fantasy football league. That is the grand prize. And then, of course, we have other prizes. If you don't win that, you got a chance to get into the show league for the year lots of other cool stuff as well it is the top of the third hour of the program uh, eric miller said he just got his and and would be would be running a giveaway for the grand prize that's commitment that's commitment right there folks to to give the donation and not even want the grand prize that's why we love you the great listeners of this here program mm-hmm 
top of the third hour of the program. I here. can't wait to hear Tank explain this because he tried to explain it to me before the show. I don't feel like this is a hard premise. And I really I, like don't. blood came out of my ears, and I went, uh, "I'm gonna go with you, and I'm gonna try my best." <laughs> but I'm not sure you're, I understand what you're asking. Right, so every do. day we do the daily draft, right? All right. Earlier in the program, we talked about college realignment. I saw some discussion earlier today about the state that the NFL is in. You mean where the AFC has 14 of the 16 best teams in the league? Bingo. So one it's of the an things, ugly time to be the in the AFC. One of the things that the NFL needs – they're not ever going to do it, but one of the things that they may need is to introduce a little parity into this. And so maybe we should share teams between the AFC and the NFC. We should do some realignment, and we should make it more competitive. All right, so as I have thought about this idea, you're wanting us to draft the, the conferences for the next five years. Yes. Say, all right, so Jeremy, you're a fan of an AFC team. I'm the fan of an NFC team. So you are now being dubbed the commissioner of, of the AFC. Okay, so I'm the AFC. You are the AFC. Okay, well, I am my the team's in the AFC. So. I am the commissioner of the NFC as a fan of an NFC team. Okay, now, so I feel like off the jump we should be able to protect one team. That's an interesting thing. Because you can't take – there's one team that you couldn't possibly be okay with me taking and vice versa. I'm almost thinking of this like WWE draft style where, okay, I have piddled on a couple of my teams here and <laughs> you uh, can nary have them. Mm -hmm. So you want to protect one? I think one's fair. Okay. All right. All right. Mainly because I have one that's way out in front of everybody else for the long haul. And then it gets more interesting and this is the this is the idea of the daily draft of we have a realignment in pro football and who ends up where who ends up in what division if we did it fantasy draft style you get to protect one team in the afc you're protecting the cincinnati Bengals. The cincinnati Bengals. and the nfc i have one choice and I guess I will Eagles. have to protect the Philadelphia Eagles, if you which had I was said, in a draft anyway. So yeah, I was about to say, if you had said any other team right there, I would have asked, um, are you are you doing crimes right now? Because <laughs> like, unless you're doing drugs, that so, doesn't make a lot of sense. So to set your league up for the long haul to be eventually back to where we are, where you are the dominant conference, what teams are you selecting? All right, you got the lesser of the protected teams to me which means you should get the first shot at at another team okay kansas city chiefs awesome and i knew you were going to do that you should have and i'm perfectly fine with it and i don't understand why well because andy Reid's 65 years old mm -hmm. that, that's why uh and i love pat mahomes don't get me wrong and i think he will be i, I think he will be an elite quarterback no matter who the coach is mm -hmm. andy Reid's the mad scientist and Andy, you know, there's something about the Hawaiian shirts and, and all that that I just don't think he's going to be around forever. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you said next five years, I went, that's not – I mean, they would have been very high on my list. I can't take them over Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got the young quarterback mm -hmm. and the young receiver. Mm -hmm. and the young, It's two young receivers. Mm -hmm. Slowly young guys on the defense. I look at Kansas City and go, okay. Travis Kelsey's 34. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, that team's 
That team's a little old for me. Okay. Just, it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I have no doubts with the Kansas City Chiefs, though, that they will continue to be at the top of the new NFC, even when Travis Kelsey can no longer walk, even when Andy Reid decides to go eat cheeseburgers full-time. Oh, This he team will. is still going to be top of their league, whichever league. Oh, yeah, he there. will be the best customer at an IHOP in whatever city he decides you to. You said Waffle nestle. House wrong, but okay. Really? IHOP's IHop too classy for Andy Reid. I don't agree with you. <laughs> I don't agree. I feel really? like Andy Reid. Andy Reid's not that bougie. IHOP's not bougie. Compared if to Waffle IHop- House, it is. IHOP's where you take your grandma for a cheap breakfast and she, nobody's going to get uh, their feelings hurt. Yeah, Waffle House Waffle is where House you go is- for a breakfast when you've had 37 domestic lights and you're afraid you're going to die. Absolutely. Andy Reid town. I'll be honest with you, and I'm going to reiterate this for probably the 10th time. People that eat Waffle House in the daytime or sober, I do not understand you. Plus, tell me Andy Reid is not the guy that sits at the counter at the Waffle House and twiddles his fingers and goes, I can't wait. See, and I'm thinking he's the guy that sits down at IHOP and says, I will be your customer. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Towson never heard anyone you call IHOP classy. Tank is an enigma. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting that. All right, that means it's my turn, and I have two picks. and I know definitively who one of them will be, and that is the Los Angeles Superchargers because I have a phenomenal young quarterback, mm-hmm. and I've got a lot of young talent on this team. Yes, you do. Keenan Allen thing makes me a little nervous, but not, not to a crazy yeah, point. I don't feel like it should. Not, not after the Quentin Johnston pick. I can see the Quentin Johnson thing makes me think that they're more committed to to Keenan Allen than I even thought they were. That's Quentin Johnson, X guy. So now you don't really have anybody to take over the slot. They've taken Jordan Addison or even Zay Flowers to mm-hmm. a point. And so I guess that's subconsciously. I thought Josh going, Palmer was your guy. I, st- I love Josh Palmer is too. He not, is he not the future slot guy? I For the 18th time, I don't think he plays as well in the slot, but I could be wrong. Now, this is the hard one because I got two teams and I want them both. And I know definitively one of them is not coming back to me. And so you said this is for the next five years. There is one team that I do not see a way short of their quarterback has a limb amputated that they don't win for the next five division titles. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars. Whew. Okay. That feels high. It does. Until you realize how young that entire team is. I could make an argument that I could list off their top 15 contributors and not hit anybody that's over 28 years old. And I I just can't say that about the other team I want here. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds crazy. Jacksonville is in one of the most prime positions I've ever seen. Because the Texans are every bit of a year away from being a year away. The Colts are a wild card. It's just it's hard for me to trust Anthony Richardson, knowing that he's going to have to beat Trevor Lawrence, right? With drastically better weapons. And then the Titans. I, I don't. I don't know what to do with you. I don't really know what to do with you. All right. So Cincinnati, L.A., 
in Jacksonville. Yep. The AFC, keeping all AFC teams. Yeah, yeah you're not going to see me take many teams out of the NFC. <laughs> that was kind of the point of this whole exercise, by the way, was just to further drive home the point of how much further ahead the AFC is compared to the NFC. Uh, not Cousin Colin Green said, did y'all see Will Levis in camp? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I did. And that arm and that release is why he was my number two quarterback in the class. And I think he is going to make a slew of teams really sad they passed on him. Just might take a year or two. I was going to say, showing out in rookie camp, that's no. It's obviously you, a good sign. Yeah, but the, the effortless ability to throw the football. He has one of the best releases I've ever seen. And that matters. I understand there's no pass rush. I get all of those things. I don't care. Mm -hmm. He had a pass on the sideline that I'm telling you right now, there's not five quarterbacks in the league could have made that throw. Proceed. This is hard for me. Uh -huh. This is really hard because you think about, well, this should just be all of the teams that we have at the top of the power rankings, right? No, because well, no, some of them are going to age poorly. Like, right. I look at the Dallas Cowboys and go, I like you for this year. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love you five years down the line. Yeah. There's one team that you can say that will make me <clears throat> have to resist the urge to say an obscenity mm. very loudly. All right. Let me ask, is it the Cleveland Browns? The Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look at Cleveland and I go, you know, you, you you got Deshaun, and if this works, which I think it's going to, I still I keep bringing up we don't know what Deshaun is, only because I feel like we don't know what Deshaun is. Uh, I but I exactly still have all the faith in the world that he is going to be able to reclaim his not, you know, maybe not top five quarterback status since there are way more names in that uh, group now, but top ten. I I really don't like you right there. Just a theoretical question. Would Jacksonville have made it back to me? No. Okay. So there was no winning there? No. At least it makes me feel a little better. And then you'll just have to wait and find out who my next pick is because it's, it's that time. we got to take a break. Oh, uh, he did my thing. That's no, right. He took my team and then he did my thing. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're realigning the NFL, if you could add parity between the two leagues and even things out, because right now you've got a whole slew of teams in the AFC and you got the Philadelphia Eagles, eh, Dallas Cowboys on the periphery over in the NFC. So if you're realigning, what teams would you take? That's today's Daily Draft here in the Sportsocracy. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need simple checking from Home Trust Bank. 
With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. You're back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Coming to you from the Ingalls studio and today's daily draft realignment. Not in college football. We talked about that earlier in the show. If you're just tuning in with us, uh, there was a, there's a story that's come out in the last few days that Oregon and Washington could be moving to the Big Ten. They think they've got spots saved for them in the Big Ten and that that move could be coming at any time. But it really got me to thinking of the NFL might need to consider this. As lopsided as things have become between the AFC and the NFC, you got all this slew of up-and-coming teams in the AFC. You have two, three in the NFC that are worth talking about. So today's daily draft is Jeremy's the commissioner of the AFC. I am the commissioner of the NFC, and we are trying to bring some parity back to the NFL when it comes to conference versus conference. And you know what's funny? Uh, two years from now, we'll look back on this and go, hey, you, you remember when the AFC was so good and now the NFC is ridiculous? Because this is that's it'll just how it goes. Yeah, it's going to take how it goes. I feel like it's going to take a lot. But there again, you have a few years where all of the NFC teams suck so badly that they get all of the new quarterbacks, just like the AFC did just a few years ago. So, so far, the AFC, Jeremy's AFC, has the Cincinnati Bengals. That was his one keeper. We got to keep one. So, I got to keep Philadelphia. He got to keep Cincinnati. The rest of the AFC so far goes Los Angeles Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bit of a surprise for me, but makes sense. It's a young and upcoming team. The NFC has Philadelphia, Kansas City, now the Cleveland Browns. So for the what we're really looking at is you want to build the best product you can in your conference for the foreseeable future. For, so for the next five years and beyond. I'm going with another NFC team here. And it's the Detroit Lions. I just, I can't get behind that. I really can't. Really? You no. don't think it's sustainable? It's not that I don't think it's sustainable. I think it's high. Because you still have Jared Garf as your quarterback. For now. That doesn't seem to be a for now. You had a multitude of opportunities, and you didn't do it. So. What what, what multitude of opportunities? I don't. I, I can't physically wrap my head around how you looked at Will Levis at 18 and just said, nope. Nope. We're good. We'll pass. We're good with Jared. I mean, I understand he's still young. I just think he has a really set in stone ceiling. Mm -hmm. So I had Detroit on my list. I just did not have them this high. Jared Garf, I feel like, on the high side, and maybe with the weapons around him and the things that they have built around him in Detroit, I feel like he can be... 
he can be in that discussion with Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, those guys. Of you're not elite. You're not elite of the elite. But you're right there. You're right on the outside. Throw for 4,000 yards a year and give us enough touchdowns to be competitive. And you probably hang on to him for a little while. Where you go from there is anybody's guess. But I feel like that team is set up with the infrastructure now. With the pieces that they have in place in the front office, the coaching staff that they have, obviously they're going to lose some coordinators. They could have lost their coordinators this year, but they held on to them. I feel like that's a team that's got a very bright future. I, I would agree. They're doing things the right way. I would agree. But you left me two of my own that I will happily keep mm-hmm. because both of these have really good rosters right now, and they have completely opposite problems. Mm-hmm. But I know they're going to be good for the long haul. The first one is the Miami Dolphins, and the second one is the nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I cannot wrap my head around how you took Detroit over Josh Allen. I'll take Josh Allen by himself. I don't care if he's throwing to me. Mm -hmm. He's that good. He's that good. And I went through the entire league going, okay, because there's another team that I I really want, but I couldn't take them this high. Mm Mm-hmm. Miami track stars. This is a this is an offense that is going to move the ball. They're going to be very very fast, and I actually think the defense is good and young. But in but do you not see the opportunity in three years where that implodes? And you're all done. tied to Tua. I, I'm taking mm-hmm. opportunity cost here. That's, all right, let's say this was one year. My mind went. That's well, why Miami wasn't. No doubt. There there are two ways to think about uh, Tua Tungavaloa. Kurt Warner. Kevin Cobb. Mm-hmm. If you have that one blip year where there were a lot of uh, of injuries and concussions, and you thought he was done, and then he comes back and goes to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that's Kurt Warner. Kevin Cobb had one concussion, two concussion, three concussion, four, and then he said, "I'm not doing this anymore." And I could see him going both ways, no doubt. I, there, there's a risk there, but if I'm right. That team's going to be good for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a, a team with Jared Goff. And then I look at Buffalo and go, you know, low-key, they've drafted pretty well. For me, over the last handful of years. And I I feel like the attraction of playing with Josh Allen will always be there for deep ball receivers because he's got the biggest arm in the league. Mm-hmm. So, Stephon Diggs, as he... And I think it's funny to say, as he ages, he's 28, 29. Yeah. But still got a couple I mean, more years ahead. I was going to say, he's he's going to age pretty quickly. Oh, no doubt. I've Those still guys got a couple lose years. steps at 30, no 31. Doubt. I've so. still got a couple years of him. Still mm-hmm. got a couple years of uh, Gabriel Davis. Got Dalton Kincaid. I I think I'm going to be fine. And you may be. And and I left one just sitting there for you, prime for the taking. But they have that same problem about quarterback Hmm. Are you talking about your New York Jets? Oh no, no. The Jets are not even on my list. I did. I didn't think you were. Although they probably should be. Yeah. You, know, you get. You get three. Say you get three years of Aaron and somebody playing quarterback with what could be a really good roster. Well, 
Could be. And by that point, it'll be a seasoned roster. No doubt. And maybe that'll be better than having a whole bunch of rookies around uh, somebody. Because you had a somebody. Actually, you had like three somebodies last year playing quarterback, and that didn't go too well. Yeah, and my, my the reason I didn't have the Jets on my list is because I think you're going to have, by that time, a very expensive roster. And there are probably a lot of quarterbacks that want to play for you, mm-hmm. and you're going to have uh, some cap issues. My last pick's the Baltimore Ravens. Because I know you're going to be good. I just know that whatever's next, we've taken care of the issues for this year with Lamar and got him some weapons, keep him happy. That'll be good for the next five years. And then we'll see what comes after that. This is a franchise that I trust to stay competitive all the time. You should. But that's not your last pick, by the way. You have one more after that. Oh, I have one more after that. Yeah, you started. One, two, 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 two. Oh, one. it threw me off because we had the keepers and we don't normally do that. I understand right, so. Baltimore because they draft so well. Yeah. I, there's not a ton of that roster that I'm looking at going, yeah, that makes sense for this. But then I look up top and go, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I only have two teams left. So depending on what you You only have here. two teams left? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers. That was one of my teams. I just feel like they've been knocking on the door, or we felt like they've been knocking on the door. You needed just a couple of pieces. Well, the quarterback was one of those. Oh, no doubt. And I feel yeah. like Bryce Young is going to be just fine in this league. I'm not worried about the size. I'm not worried about the injuries. I think he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in this league. I uh, and I agree with you. That is a massive projection, which is why I was saving them for last. But that is not the team I was referring to. Okay. Uh, because I'm going to take everything you said about the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. and say I have what is arguably the best roster in the league from 2 to 53, and I'm getting with my last pick, and that is the San Francisco 49ers. They were a consideration for me. All comes back to Brock Purdy. Yeah. The reason I couldn't take him before this. Yeah. I'm just not sure how and much And the fact that, that you've just been – your coaching staff has been gutted right. 15 times and now. I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know how much longer that lasts. I, and it's entirely possible it doesn't. Because San Francisco, how many times will San Francisco knock on the doorstep without making any changes? I, and I, mean, I, I don't disagree with you. The NFL is completely different than the NBA. I know this, but we talk, We opened up the program talking about Doc Rivers and, and Budenholzer and all these guys that have won in the league. Well, you then you show you don't win anymore, or you can get you can get close, but not, you know, crest the mountaintop. You're going to lose your job. A couple more seasons of this with Kyle Shanahan, and San Francisco will make a move. You don't think so? No. Really? No, Kyle Shanahan's got just got that job forever. No, it's not. He's, he's got the it next Mike Tomlin. It's not that he's got it forever. I, I just, it's really hard in the NFL to let go of a coach that's this good. Because for as little as the coach matters in the NBA, uh, they do matter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's really not so much who you're going to let go as who you're going to replace him with. And, and it would be, to me, it would be hard. I mean, and I, I I go back to the coordinator thing. Look how many coaches he has had picked off his staff. Mm-hmm. There is a beautiful art to hiring the right guys. And I feel like Kyle Shanahan does it masterfully. I don't know that he ever gets over the hump, 
but at this point, there's no risk to me. I've watched them just crush it with late round draft picks. Mm -hmm. I, I've hammered John Lynch because I haven't loved a lot. Uh, I, he has done a lot of things with his first pick or two that I haven't always loved. But he's crushed it on day three. Mm -hmm. And as long as I'm doing that, I will always be competitive. All right, there you have it. The, uh, the, the reorganized AFC and NFC. Jeremy's AFC. Cincinnati, LA, Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, and the San Francisco 49ers. My NFC consists of Philadelphia, Kansas City, Cleveland, Detroit, Baltimore, and the Carolina Panthers. So in those 12 teams, we got four NFC teams. Just further hammering home the disparity between one conference and the other. Meanwhile, you look, there are several other teams that we didn't even mention in this. Namely, your New York Jets. That would have probably been my next pick. It's a really good young roster, but I do not know what you're doing at quarterback afterwards. Hello, Tampa Bay. Mm, I don't think it'll be that bad. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. When we come back, it's time for the most important message of the day. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. It's that time. We're here on the Sportsocracy. We bring you the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! Who's doing crimes today, Jeremy? My story is from Springfield, Colorado. A man, he's doing crimes. He was driving a car. Car is swerving. Police officers obviously see this, and they attempt to pull him over. When they get to the when they get to the car, 
they noticed something very strange. There's a dog in the driver's seat. There's a very drunk man in the passenger seat. But there's a dog driving the car. <laughs> when they asked the man, you, but I, do you really think we're going to believe that this dog was driving this car? He did what, you know, any really hammered person that was pulled over by the police would do. He ran. Would you like to take a guess how far he made it? Now, now, I, I, and and I, I understand the question that was asked you, but I feel like I need to elaborate here. Okay, this is a man who is actively intoxicated enough that was driving down the road and went, "I'm gonna switch places with the dog. They'll never know." So, how far did he make it? Uh, Seventeen inches, twenty yards. He made it twenty yards before he was tackled. They asked him how much he had to drink, and I'll give you one guess. What he said? A lot. I uh, two. 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 Yeah. I don't Buddy, you drank enough that you thought we were gonna fall for your Labrador driving your car. Uh I'm gonna say it was more than that. Uh, after being taken to the hospital to be checked out, the man was arrested on suspicion of drunken driving, drunken or drugged driving, and driving while ability impaired. As well as for previous warrants for his arrest. Mm -hmm. Because who's shocked? that Otis here had previous warrants for his arrest. I can only, I, the, the vision of this in my head is genuinely about, I wish the dashboard camera of this would come out. Cops pull over a man and you see him scurrying <laughs> through the cabin of the vehicle. And then you get up there and there's a dog just going, I don't know what is happening right now. He moved me over here. I don't. <laughs> I also would like to know what kind of dog, dog it was. Because it's dumber to me depending on the size of the dog. Okay, so if it's like a little teeny. If it's a, like, if it's a Pomeranian, you're even more of an idiot than I thought you were. But for some reason, I've got a German Shepherd in my head just looking around going, I don't know what's happening right now. I've never been in this seat before. <laughs> I don't feel like I am qualified to be in this seat. Nope, you are not. You're not. That's uh, drunk driving and blaming it on the dog. That's that's a new one. Just blame him. I don't think his license is current. Mm -hmm. We often say, because it's true, crime does not pay. But I also usually add on to that. It can pay for a little bit. And, until then, it stops. You, and then it stops immediately when you get caught. Two men from New York are facing just a slew of charges after they were indicted late last week for selling catalytic converters. I still don't know what that is. I, I can't. You know me. I don't know much about cars. It's Somebody could bring me a bag of oregano and say, those are catalytic converters, <laughs> and I'd go, <laughs> that's not that's what, a steal. That's not what that's that is. That's a steal. That's not what that is. Um, but we all know, you know, catalytic converters, pretty hot on the black market. They get stolen all of the time off of cars because there's, I don't, I don't know what's it. Is it uranium or something? There's some precious metal inside of them that makes them very valuable and you can break them apart and harvest the whatever it is inside of them. Uranium. I have no idea. Isn't that the thing they used to kill Superman? I, I, that's kryptonite. You're right. <laughs> that no, was kryptonite. kryptonite. It was not it was not that. I don't know what's in them. 
I was obviously But I do know a, that you can make a you 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 can make a dollar or two by stealing one. I feel very sure it's not uranium. If it, not, I mean, and if it is, I don't think it is. I mean, that was not a chemistry that was better major. than what I was gonna say, and it was, and I was gonna say plutonium, but I know that's not it either. That, so, was, that was Mickey Mouse's dog, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Plutonium. Yes, it was plutonium. Um, so the DA. They file all these charges. These guys are arraigned. They plead not guilty. Whatever. There's a big trial coming, and they're going to spend boatloads of time in prison. Just wait. But the DA alleges that between June 2021 and December 2022, the Poleski brothers were involved in the trafficking of stolen catalytic converters, which were stolen from places like California, Minnesota, Connecticut, and New York. So basically, they had the hookup in all of these states where they would get these truckloads of stolen catalytic converters. And then they would take them and they would send them to a refinery. They would have them broken down and then they would sell the precious metals that are inside of them. In that 18-month span, would you like to take a guess at how much money they say, the, the, the authorities say they netted off of the sale of these? $8 million. <laughs> It's $170 million in 18 months. Good Lord. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In the wrong business. And like I said, they are now facing, let's see, 58 each. 58 charges of selling of stolen property, fraud, all of the things. Do they have to read all of those charges when yes, you go to trial? Yes, you have to read them one by one. D but, d but... But why? Can you not just say, uh, Elmer here did a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and now he's going to go to jail for a real, real long time. Right. End of trial. Ta-da! Welcome to Jeremy's America. Right. Yeah, you don't, uh, they'll lump them all together. So if you're facing 32 counts of mail fraud or whatever, they would go, on the 32 counts of mail fraud, they are found guilty or not guilty or whatever. They wouldn't go each individual one. So when Bubba stole that one, he's guilty. And when he stole that, that one, one, he's not guilty. Right. We couldn't prove that. Right. Uh, Scott Treadway just proved he's infinitely smarter than us in the YouTube chat. Yes. He said a catalytic converter is an exhaust emission control device that converts toxic gases and pollutants in exhaust gas from an... I'm going to say it's a combustion engine. Don't know what that. I don't know what IC stands for unless it's intercontinental title. Internal combustion. There engine. we go. Intercontinental title and uh, engine <laughs> into less toxic pollutants by catalyzing a redox reaction. That's exactly what I said. Is I know, it not? I know that every word he just said is English. I do not understand <laughs> them in that except redox. He could totally have made that word up, and I wouldn't know any better. And now I'm going to use it in my. Uh, I'm going to use it in my daily lexicon. Elmer stole a bunch of catalytic converters, and now he's going to redox before trial in hopes that they will see that he is rehabilitated. <laughs> 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 I'm a big dumb bear, folks. I, yeah. I, God made me be good at like four things, and most of them, A, don't pay well, and B, don't require a whole lot of IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody come to, came to me and said, hey, you can earn $170 million in the next 18 months. I'd go, what crimes am I doing? <laughs> and we've been over this. You would not do well in jail. No. You would need a friend like me.
because <laughs> I have a plan. I would need a friend like you. I just hate what I'd have to do to make I, him. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN. I'm just telling you, that uncensored show is looking better and better. Uh, absolutely. Um, by the way, we have an update. By the way, on the, the Pat McAfee story. Okay. Uh, before you get to that, the metals that are that are mined from the catalytic converters, platinum, palladium, and rhodium. I was about to say, is there another P here? There were several hard P sounds in great. a row. It would be great, but no. Platinum, palladium, and rhodium. I feel like you just went full Gary Oldman in that episode of uh, Of course I'm spitting in your face. That's how you enunciate. I have no idea what that's from. It was from the wedding episode of uh, Friends. When, of course it was. Yeah. He was doing the movie, and uh, Gary Oldman showed up hammered. All right, so Pat McAfee. We are both right. Okay. Actually, that's a lie. I was right. Uh, Pat came out immediately with a troll job of the internet saying, all these things are going to change. All right, hang on. Let's, let's reset. For those of you who are just joining us, Pat McAfee, the uh, story came out today that he is apparently joining ESPN. It's been confirmed on all sides. Okay, for an eight-figure eight deal per year. Yes. We just don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, and we, we had the discussion earlier now. in the show. If this was going to basically just water down the Pat McAfee show, which is an uncensored sports show on YouTube, it's the greatest thing in the business. We all we all have fun watching it. But if you put that on the national airwaves, obviously that's going to have to be tamped down due to regulations. This is from ESPN. Okay. The Pat McAfee show will air live weekdays simultaneously on ESPN espn plus mm -hmm. and espn's youtube channel let me let me cut through the nonsense there that means you're going to hear a lot of beeps on espn you're going to hear less beeps on espn plus and espn's youtube channel is about to get a lot more subscribers hey pat with that channel that you're not using anymore call me <laughs> <laughs> I can use 2.4 million subscribers. So apparently, Pat says we're not changing a thing nope. about the show, which is going to be real difficult on some editor. But, oh, yeah, somebody's job is way harder today than it was yesterday. And there's going to be a whole lot of, at least in the beginning, a whole lot of that where that one guy's going, hey, do I hit the button? How about now? Do I hit the button? How about now? How long is the delay on this show? Four and a half minutes? I, I, I feel I, like I, they have whole segments that you couldn't air. But six or seven words, depending on what they're talking about. I don't know. I think we have shown, I mean, they have led the way, and we've just kind of followed their lead of there are ways to get your point across mm -hmm. without saying wordy dirts mm -hmm. sometimes you have to have safe words but it's like falafel right but it's but it's so much funnier when you do Correct. when you add in those words and i just i have i have in my mind obviously this is something that people will watch on the youtube they will continue to oh, yeah. watch it on youtube so they can get the uncensored they will no espn plus will be uncensored i have no doubts about that i would tend to agree and then the ESPN, I mean, that's going to be like that time that your your grandma bought you a Snoop Dogg album from Walmart. 
I don't. Think- I know you like this fella here. And, and then you put it in, and there's you. Uh, there's six words. You're in the like, whole wow, song. that's a lot of beeps. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I, is this CD actively telling me that there's a hurricane coming <laughs> <laughs> or a tornado? Right. You got that. Uh, you you got the edited version of the Snoop Dogg album and went, ah. Uh, never understood I why grandma they, was cool. I never understood why they made those. Who bought those? Like, and was happy about it. That was the socks of the CD era. And you will never tell me different. <laughs> it is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. At Ingles, we are proud to introduce our all-new curbside service. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app to order, and our friendly staff will bring your groceries right to your car and have you ready to go in no time. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Tonight is the night, hopefully, Charlotte Hornets fans. It's the NBA draft lottery. It's the only hope that you have. Uh, I mean, honestly, this is the only hope that we have as Charlotte Hornets fans because we're never going to get the we're never going to get the superstar free agent. That person is never coming to Charlotte. No, so you have you to build really want to see Webinyama. Uh, you want to see that number one ping pong ball tonight. Yes, it is the sweepstakes for Victor Webinyama. Best case scenario, obviously, locally, it would be that he ends up at oh, Charlotte. That's, that's selfishly, but for the league, what would be the best case scenario? Who's got a legitimate shot of uh, of landing the number one pick? Where you go, okay, this team's a contender now. There's not one. Orlando, I guess. They've just had Orlando could just put one of those just kill shot lineups out there where they're so long that you can't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, you if you're webbing Yama, you got to be hoping for Dallas to jump up there. Um, Toronto, Orlando may have two shots at this, depending Mm -hmm. on how it goes. And New Orleans would be fun. But, I mean, all of the teams in the top half of this lottery are awful. Yeah, I don't feel like... Number one thing I want to see, either Oklahoma City, Orlando with the Chicago pick, Toronto or New Orleans jump into the top top four. Because that would mean Dallas paid $750,000 for tanking at the end of the season to miss the playoffs. 
and still didn't keep their pick. Right. Which would be one of the funniest things <laughs> in the history of the NBA. Right. Highly doubt it's going to happen. It's only happened, I, I think, since we went to this format, we've only had one team jump even into the top four, and I think they were at four. Mm-hmm. So, not highly likely. No. But, man, it'd be funny if it did. Yep. Equal chances for Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio to get the number one oh. pick. Anybody but – actually, you know what? And none of them. None, none, of, none them. of them deserve him. None of them. He's too good for all of you. Yes. Charlotte, just go win this thing. Absolutely. 14% chance for those three teams. Charlotte Hornets, fourth best chance at just over 12.5%. To win, to land the number one pick, the worst it could be for Charlotte is to wind up with the eighth pick, which I feel like is closer to what's going to happen. Then it will be us getting the number one pick. Of course, it will with that negative attitude. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like I feel like Victor and Lamelo could uh, could set the Eastern Conference on fire for a couple of years. Right, we just got one. We got one show left before uh, uh, Jeremy goes away for for wedding time. So tomorrow, we'll always talk about who wins the who wins the lottery, what it means for Victor Webb and Yama. And other talk than that, about that beat down that the Lakers are going to put on your Nuggets tonight. It's a weird way to say the Lakers get beat by forty. <laughs> and we're going to talk about football. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Back tomorrow at three.